again, everybody. This is John Norris, one of your co-hosts of Trading Perspectives. As always, my co-host Sam Clement is here. Sam, say hello. Hey, John. You doing okay today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Fantastic. You told me maybe a little bit about what you're going to do this weekend. Maybe go see uh, Auburn play a little basketball here in Birmingham? Hopefully. Well, Got to find good. some tickets. Well, I mean, do you, do you feel better about Auburn's chance of winning or feel better about the overall lack of confidence the global economy seems to have in its leadership? That's a good question. Well, obviously, that is the that is the question of the day. Just the overall dissatisfaction with really G7 big political leaders? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And because, I mean... Every day there seems to be a new headline, and, and guys, we're not we're we're not alone in the United States in uh, dissatisfaction with leadership, as uh, the polls would suggest. Or a lot of people are dissatisfied with the administration. Even more people are dissatisfied with the Congress. Right. And so we would like to think, or we feel as though we're unique in this situation. And Sam, you've done some done some work and suggest that we are far from alone. We're in actually this. towards the upper end of the satisfaction of G7 leaders. Everyone from uh, Theresa May is obviously not doing pretty well right now <laughs> over in Britain. Hers is around 25%. That's not very good. Emmanuel over in France, he's rocking about 18% right now. Really? Yeah. So yeah, We'll talk about him yeah, a little bit more. Dive. But uh, Merkel's around 50%. Um, she's gone down mm-hmm. over the past several months yeah. with some of their immigration issues yeah. and whatnot. Um, even and- in Japan not doing too good right now. Well, I so. mean, it seems as though the Abe administration, or whatever you call call it over there, uh, seems to be going from scandal to scandal to scandal. However, no one else wants the job, from what I can tell. I mean, being the prime minister of Japan and, uh, and over there just does not seem to be all what anyone really all wants All the rage. To do. <laughs> not all the rage with the kids <laughs> these days. And also, uh, even up to the, the great white north. I think Trudeau's yeah. not really... Yeah, he's, he's hurting a little bit, too. Well, he's not exactly riding a wave of popularity, either. So, uh, it's all it's kind of curious, really, because, I mean, today we see the stock market go down again today. and it's been, Unless you've been in a cave, stock market has not had a very good fourth quarter. You see all this lack of confidence in the leadership around the world, and yet... The global economy seems to be doing okay, and the U.S. economy seems to be doing quite well. So why are we seeing, Sam, do you think, you know, things like the yellow vest movement in France and just the overall complete dissatisfaction and lack nobody. of confidence here in the U.S.? Yeah, nobody's pretty happy right now. That's what I it mean, seems like. You know, and speaking of that yellow vest movement, I mean, the more I read about that, the crazier it, it gets. Seems like Macron's kind of digging himself in a little bit of a hole. <laughs> you know, and for those of you who aren't terribly familiar with the Yellow Vest movement, if you want to call it a movement over in France, uh, this happened. This is this is bizarre. It's not getting much play in, in the U.S. Uh, news channels. I don't think. Not enough, at least. Not enough. Uh, it started uh, some weeks ago, really, when the French government decided to enact an increase in uh, in fuel tax. I mean, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And some folks out in the periphery, uh, that's kind of what they call outside of outside of Paris and other major population centers, they didn't like it terribly much. No. Uh, didn't like it terribly much. However, I mean, the tax itself was not onerous in my, my estimation. But what it was was kind of the straw that broke the camel's right. back. Um, just it's, sort of overall dissatisfaction with the way, way life is. That along with just rising prices in general. So obviously your gas prices would be rising, but just really in general yeah. um, across their whole market, prices were rising more than wages were so yeah and uh, so and so there was some protest and then it, and then all of a sudden it started to turn violent uh, when I think maybe the peaceful protesters gave way to folks who just have an overall dissatisfaction with life 
and they go to downtown Paris and they start burning and looting and yeah, I'm sure a lot of them didn't really know what the protest was about. <laughs> it seems to, that seems to be the case, but we're seeing this really around the world, and it seems to be just a complete lack of confidence with the current state of things, and more particularly with the elite, if you will. Right. And I think we saw this in the United States a couple years ago when Trump got elected, the dissatisfaction with the elite. Uh, But we're seeing that also in other uh, countries, seeing it in France, clearly, and seeing it increasingly uh, in the United Kingdom. And we're seeing it to a lesser degree maybe in Canada and then also Japan, but just a real dissatisfaction with the elite because a lot of people, frankly, feel as though they've been kind of left out. And why do you think that is? Probably because they have. Well, in a lot of words, because they have. But I would also have thought about this because, you know, Sam and I were talking about what yesterday, what we were going to talk about today, and I thought about this last night. Um, a lot of folks have gotten left out. There's no doubt about that. I would say the increase that we've had in communication and technology over the last decade or so, almost instantaneous access to information, thanks to the Internet and smartphones and what have you, folks who have been left out in the past didn't really know that they've been left out to the same degree that they do today. Sure. I mean, I can go to my phone and just type in something and you can see the vast amount of wealth, the vast amount of riches, the vast amount of supposed success so many people have who seemingly aren't deserving of it. So this kind of goes back to our previous conversation about the just impact of social media. It's kind yeah. of what, what it sounds like. So, I mean, so I'm sitting here taking a look at global dissatisfaction and I'm wondering whether or not our technology has fostered this or engendered our dissatisfaction. It's a good question. And social media, without a doubt. That and the other thing that we brought up previously is just with this wealth of knowledge, you can get access anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion on something. <laughs> I, have, I have no opinion on that, Sam. <laughs> but I, I, I think but you you're right about that. And, and uh, Sam and I have talked about this. We said I spent a good amount of time in the car yesterday uh, traveling to other markets. But I've mentioned this to him before. And, he, I mean, we've talked about it, that I really, truly believe a lot of this discontent that, that, we, that we see in a lot of these opinions and the, and the outrage, societal outrage, a lot of it, I think, probably stems from people who are trolling the market. Or sending out just things that they don't believe to be true because you can have a Twitter account. You can have a phony account on Facebook or Instagram, wherever, but on Twitter in particular, and just send out something just to try to make people upset or maybe even be funny. And next thing you know, it goes on and on and people retweet. And the next thing you know, it's societal outrage on things. And I truly believe a lot of this is going on. Yeah, and we've talked about it with our social media episode before, but just how little of the actual population is on social media, yeah. yet these opinions that are overwhelming on that small majority of social media is taken as a whole as the whole population kind of having that opinion. Yeah, and one of the things that Sam and I were talking about yesterday, and, and I, brought up the, uh, I brought up the idea that maybe folks are just trolling out there, trying to get an opinion, trying to be funny, trying to be, you know, I, I don't know, I mean, confrontational or controversial. One of the ones I mentioned was that this past spring, right? Remember this? Yep. Um, young woman in Utah going to her uh, to her prom, attractive young woman, um, wore a Chinese style dress. I can't even pronounce it, Chun Sam or something. Can't pronounce it. And took some pictures in it. Took some pictures of herself in it and uh, put it out on her Instagram feed. And the next thing you know, it's caused this major uproar uproar about people cultural uh, appropriation and 
all, all this stuff. And it was so ludicrous, the whole argument. Here's some girl wearing, pretty girl wearing a pretty dress to her prom. Absolutely just what teenage girls do, take a selfie on and take a couple, put it on their Instagram feed. And the next thing you know, we're talking about it throughout the country. That just simply wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. No. No one would have cared. I mean, no one would have cared what some, what some young woman in, in Utah wore to her prom. It's ridiculous. And here I am sitting around talking about it. It's pretty crazy. Even it's, upwards of a year ago, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, last, last spring. Yeah. But you're seeing examples of that over and over again now. Over and over again. So our instantaneous access to information, our ability to share opinions, whether we truly hold them near and dear, but our ability to just have an opinion on anything and everything at the same time, I would argue is leading to greater overall dissatisfaction. I'd say I'd even add to that, not just an opinion, a very vocal opinion on everything. <laughs> it's it's I, not just an opinion. I'm sure people probably had opinions well, about sure. something like that, but it wasn't some outspoken vocal opinion that was getting spread to the masses. Well, and this is where I'm going to sound like an old fogey. And I've, I typically sound like an old fogey, but this is going to make me sound like an even an older fogey. And I'm not sure if I've brought it up here at Trade and Perspectives, but I've certainly talked with Sam about this. Sam being a much younger individual than I am. In the past, when I was your age, Sam, when I was your age, if you wanted to have an opinion, you could have your opinion all you wanted, but if you wanted to be public with it, it actually required a little bit of work. Uh, and the easiest way of doing it outside of, I mean, there wasn't a bunch of talk, talk radio shows you could call in. There, there was some of that going on. But if you wanted to have a public opinion about something, you actually had to write a letter to the editor of the local newspaper. People still read newspapers, and you had to put your real name on it. That's important. You had to put your real name on it, and you, and you had to put your address, where, where you were from, and then also a, a callback number. Because if you wrote something in letters to the editor and they were going to print it, they actually followed back up with you to make sure that it was actually you and that you were okay printing this. So, so po- folks just weren't as casual with their opinions because it actually required some work. Well, and then other people were following back up to make sure it was actually you and you had to put your name in print. And I think the, another interesting point about that is just the time that has to go in to you having that opinion. You can't have that opinion for 10 seconds in get your opinion out there yeah. you had to really believe that think about it go through that process all that work to voice your opinion so that's something you're really really believing in and not just something you're just kind of putting out there with, tweeting out without, there. without a doubt and now sam uses social media probably more than i do because i'm almost a ghost uh on it um you see this probably a lot more than i do because you do have a, a twitter feed i guess you would yeah. call that um do you think this argument that we're making here today has it holds any water? Oh, I definitely do. I think it's pretty accurate. And so, pretty spot on. So people have all these opinions, able to share them far more freely. This then leads to an overall dissatisfaction with the status quo because people can, I mean, all of a sudden throw it out there and then see if it sticks. Well, and then I think another point is the people that don't agree with these opinions that are being thrown out there get dissatisfied too so then you just get everyone being dissatisfied so maybe this this lack of it's kind of snowball effect i think <laughs> this lack of confidence uh in the global state of things if you will sam maybe we would you know get confidence back if everyone just shut up and that that's it here for today You're training <laughs> everyone shut up is that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but truthfully, if everyone just kind of kept their opinions to themselves at some point, maybe people wouldn't be so angry with yeah. one another. Yeah, that's spot on. 
So, at least in my opinion. You know, well, I think so, too. So, you know, I've, we're certainly seeing this in the United States, and we're certainly, I mean, the president can't walk down the street without someone being critical about him. And same thing with Nancy Pelosi. I mean, just shooting barbs back and forth at one another all day long, it's getting exhausting, in my opinion. There again, I get to have an opinion on that. Right. Uh, but we're seeing this also in Europe, throughout Europe. You know, it's not just the United States. I mean, people are very upset with Macron uh, over in France, uh, very upset with Theresa May. Uh, it comes and goes in waves with uh, Shinzo Abe over 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 in Canada. Yeah, he's, Abe's been I mean, high. Japan. At, he's been high at times, and it's just I think from his at one point I think it was seventy yeah, percent. and then it's down just, to twenty five. Yeah. yeah, just I, I think it's I don't weird. really keep up with Japanese politics <laughs> <laughs> enough to really speak on to his uh, falling approval rating, but. Yeah, it just looks like it's been falling for a while now. Well, you know, and the reason why we're talking about this here today is because we're I go through a lot of economic data. Sam goes through a lot of economic data. The economic data suggests that things are actually doing pretty good. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a f- great economic report. The U.S. economy is going to post probably its most solid year since 2005. Yeah, I mean, we, we're really breaking some records we had so. <laughs> so we're seeing but we're seeing the stock market fall apart we're seeing international angst of the highest magnitude we're uh, I've, we've mentioned here plenty of times about the wall of worry and what have you and something's got to be behind it i mean i just I, 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 i'm at a loss with some of it and so something's got to be behind it and you know increasingly i'm thinking one it's lack of leadership truly lack of leadership around the world and then two Everyone gets to have an opinion on everything all the time. Right. Which I think everyone having an opinion on everything also kind of makes the politicians that are in charge right now also have these more polarizing opinions to try and reel in some of those um, very vocal opinions of people. And it's it's leading to a greater polarization, as you mentioned, of politics. Right. Without a doubt. And so if you have polarized politics because everyone gets to have an opinion, then all they, by, almost by definition, there are going to be a lot of people who are dissatisfied. Yeah, I mean, people, are, the politicians are going to go where they think they can catch the most fish. Politicians wouldn't do that, would they? Oh, of course not. <laughs> so if that's what, if that what is in fact the case is, I would say politicians by doing so are demonstrating a profound lack of true leadership skills. It's a little deep, John. Isn't that? Isn't that? And so if they're doing that, is it any wonder why people don't trust or are dissatisfied with leadership when the leadership is increasingly at least saying what their base they're just, what their base is they're wants them to, to say. Ba- they're pandering to their base. Yeah. And so it's almost like a death spiral. It's a, it's yeah, it's this giant snowball effect from the people that are voting for them to the politicians to the people getting more vocal and yeah. opinionated about those increasingly vocal and opinionated <laughs> politicians. Ah, uh, the circle of life, the circular nature <laughs> of things. It's, it gets a little frustrating at times. And I really do want to um, you know, kind of circle back. I use the word circle quite a bit. To the fact that because we have all this instantaneous access to information, because we get to have all these opinions, it ultimately leads to greater dissatisfaction with just the overall state of affairs. Right. And our leadership around the world seems to be playing into it. There you have it. There you have it. And unfortunately enough, in the United States, this has not led to anything quite like the yellow vest movement, where they're truly burning and torching stuff. 
Yeah, I don't know. I know it's mostly in Paris, isn't it? I think it's happened in some other uh, other populations. I've, I've seen it start to trickle into, I think, yeah. Germany, too. Um, yeah, I mean, without without a doubt. It's I think some it's dissatisfaction over there as yeah. well. And it's, it's you know, it, you and I have talked about There has not been a better time in human history to be alive. Right. And we're angry. Hmm. Hmm. I've got an opinion on that. I do too. <laughs> that opinion is, I think we all must be a little bit nuts. So are we going to circle back to your point that everyone should just shut up? <laughs> With the exception of some of us. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I truly do believe if, uh, if people were a little bit more careful with their opinions, and myself included, you, you as well. Yeah. If people were a little bit more careful with their with their opinions and a little bit more mindful of the fact that what they can and, and do say will have some uh, repercussions or ramifications. And if people were to do that, I think the world would actually be a better place. I do too. But it's, not, it's not a question that you can't have an opinion. It's just care deeply about it before you go out and, uh, and, and express them. So I think we'd both be in agreement that this ease to vocal your opinion on social media has kind of moved into people's actual lives too and not just on the social media platforms. Do you yes. agree with that? Yeah. yeah. And then there, there go the dissatisfaction with the with how the Back world is. Back to our giant snowball effect. Yeah. Again, it's circular. Yeah. Well, Sam, I'm not exactly sure if we really covered any new ground here today or whether or not we traded perspectives, but I think we gave some, gave some folks uh, some food for thought. Something to think about. Something to think about. Uh, and I, w- I would kind of close or start closing by saying, please, by all means, when you are taking a look at your Twitter feed, when you are reading the news or what purports to be the news, please understand that it may or may not be completely accurate. A lot of it is just someone's opinion. And it's okay to disagree, but at the same time, you know, stuff that's trending, stuff that's, you know, in the news, maybe isn't real newsworthy all, all the time. So we have to do a better job of society sifting through what is news and what's not news and what's people trying to, you know, get our goat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully we haven't gotten anyone's goat here too much here today. Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't Same think so either. Nothing so, too polarizing. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyhow, it, it is good food for thought. Uh, and with that, I, I don't have terribly much of anything else to say here today on Trading Perspectives. Likewise. So I do want to tell, I do want to thank everyone for listening. We always love to hear from you all. So if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. You can send us an email to tradingperspectives at oakworthcapital.com, or you can leave us a review on the podcast outlet of your choice. If you're interested in uh, reading or hearing more of what we have to say, you can always check out our blog. Common sense at oakworthcapital.com. Just go underneath the thought leadership tab. Sam, you have anything else you want to add here today? Nope. So, with that, guys, y'all take care. See ya. <laughs>